<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in today. So happy that you're here. And if you are like most childcare administrators at this time, you are working on ensuring that your little ones have everything that they need for a fun and educational experience. So I have put together a comprehensive checklist of essential steps that will help you provide adequate resources and materials for your child care center or school-age program, because I never want to forget about my school-age folks. This podcast is also for you, so I want to make sure that you are included in every kind of way. So with that being said, I would say you really need to conduct inventory. You want to ensure that your child care program is well-equipped to meet the needs of every child in your care. So assess your current inventory. Start by evaluating the resources and materials you currently have in your program. Take note of what is available and what needs to be replenished and what might be missing altogether. And a, a great way to do that is if you categorize and prioritize when you divide your inventory into different categories such as art supplies, educational toys, books, outdoor equipment, you get the gist. Prioritize the categories based on their importance and relevance to your childcare program's curriculum. Certainly, if you're a STEM program, you might be very heavy on the math and science materials. If you are a nature-based program, you may have many more natural-based materials in your program than some other programs. So make sure that you have what you need that matches your teaching philosophy and the curriculum that your teachers will be implementing daily. You want to really make sure you identify any gaps. So once you have categorized your inventory, identify any gaps and areas where resources are lacking. And this will really help you determine what needs to be added or replaced to ensure a well-rounded learning environment. I find that for some reason at our program, one of the areas that often has to be addressed in my toddler rooms is my books. So it doesn't matter how many indestructible books I buy or hardcover books. For some reason, those toddlers, my little friends, know how to decimate my books. So that's something that I have to replenish almost as often as I do my art supplies. So look at anywhere that you really feel like is you're really missing in your classrooms. You want to research and check out the sources before you purchase. You want to make sure that you find reputable suppliers and vendors that offer high quality resources and materials for your program. I look for suppliers that provide age appropriate and safe products. I really like Lakeshore. I really like Discount School Supply. I also like S&S. And I know that there's many others, some that are much more on the higher end and, um, you know, their price point is much higher. And then there are some that are lower as well. So I, I really do find that I really like those middle suppliers. I can get a lot from my money, but also they are commercial grade. And so to me, that's important. Um, also, if you're purchasing equipment online from Amazon, 
make sure that you don't only look at the rating of the actual product, but the person that you're purchasing it from and see what their ratings are. Look for anything that says, you know, they have delays in shipping or, you know, you want to make sure that things are safe, that they're coming from, you know, the U.S. or places that, you know, make sure that there's not lead or any things that could be toxic to children. So really do your research before you spend your program's hard-earned money. Um, budgets, obviously budgets are a determining factor. We all would love to open up any magazine and buy everything that we dream of. And that is the reason it's called a wish list. Um, some things you can make come true and other things, maybe not so much. So determine your budget for purchasing any new resources or materials, and then allocate those funds based on priority and categories that you established earlier. This will really make sure that any gaps are closed and that you get the most for your money. And it will help you make those informed decisions while staying within your financial means. And unfortunately, most of us have that, especially now because everything has gone up and uh, it's hard to make those um those ends meet, but you know, we're all thrifty in this field. So um, I think we'll be okay. Involve your staff and your parents and seek input from staff and parents regarding the resources and materials they believe would enhance your program's experience. And if you work in school age, I beg you, please ask your students, what do they love? What do they want to see that you don't have? What do they think you have that you have too much of? Um, they really can let you know, and, you, and you'll and you know as well because you'll know what they're always fighting about. Um, so maybe you need five more, you know, computers. So think about that. Um, but their insights can really help provide valuable guidance and ensure that you are catering to the needs and the interests of the children. And of course, your staff who, you know, have to put together um, a wonderful curriculum to make sure that the children are thriving and they can't do that without your help and support, administrator, owner, board, whoever, whoever makes those decisions at your program. Then you want to go ahead and make a shopping list. Create a comprehensive shopping list based on your identified gaps, the suggestions from your staff and parents, include your quantities, specific items, and any additional notes to streamline the purchasing process. Do not, I repeat, do not just go to your computer and stop putting things in the cart without doing all of these other steps because you're going to find that you're not going to get the best value for your money. You're going to find that you're missing things. You're going to find that there are areas of development where children are not getting the maximum um, from your program because you don't have the materials needed. Quality control is so important. Health and safety of our students is number one. I know you know that. I just want to reiterate that when we are purchasing new resources and materials, prioritize quality and durability. Ensure that the items are safe, that they're non-toxic, that they're age appropriate, and check for any certifications or safety standards that the products adhere to as well. This is particularly when you're purchasing cribs or anything in your infant room, anything in your toddler room, look for choking hazards, um, all those things. That is really where you need to do your due diligence and make sure. So I do know that sometimes when we buy things that they are a little on the pricier side, as we talked about with budgets, but I want you to really do the math because I have had countless, countless teachers and some directors who will go to the dollar store and buy the dollar store buckets. Now, I'm all for saving a buck, 
and I'll buy paper at the dollar store. I'll buy rulers at the dollar store. There'll be things that I'll buy at the dollar store. But I can assure you when I buy buckets, although it drives some people crazy, that I might spend 5 to $7 on a bucket. I have buckets that have lasted me 10 to 12 years. I am lucky if a dollar store bucket lasts more than two weeks. So I'm not saving any money by buying dollar store buckets over and over and over again. Not to mention the time that somebody has to then resort the things, put it in the new dollar bucket, relabel for the new dollar bucket. Like, don't waste your time. There are better things and, and easier places to save those extra dollars. But the buckets is not the place, especially if you are trying to keep your program organized and looking nice. So organize and store. Once you have acquired the new resources, materials, organize them in a way that's accessible to both the staff and the children. Proper storage and labeling will help maintain their longevity and ensure that they are readily available when you need them. Regularly update and evaluate because periodically you need to really review your inventory and reassess the needs of your daycare or childcare, or after-school program, or whatever you call it, early learning program, um, whatever you call your program, make sure that you are evaluating. Children's interests and educational requirements change over time. So it's so critical to stay updated and make sure that you make any necessary adjustments to your resources and materials. So I feel like if you use this checklist, as I have for many years, it can provide you with adequate resources and materials for your program, create that environment that fosters learning, creativity, and fun. Your little ones will thrive. Your parents will be happy. Your teachers will be happy. And everybody will know that you are committed to the children's development. So that's it for today's Child Care Director's Share. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please leave us a review. It really does help. We appreciate you and the early childhood and before and after school and leadership community. Thank you for all you do for students. Have a great day. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>